from the Summer State Studios. This is Analytics and Eyeballs, brought to you by Top Golf. At every Top Golf, it's about fun, climate-controlled bays, increased safety measures with your choice of games, as well as our sports bar and restaurant. See your local Top Golf Center or go to topgolf.com. San Diego State University, building the foundations of something bigger at the top college hockey program in California. Go to sdsuhockey.com to find out how you can be a part of it on or off the ice. Summer skates, shower shoes and koozies customized for yourself or your entire team. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos from coast to coast and beyond. Wherever you need to be, Caesars has a destination that suits your style. Central Oklahoma University Hockey. Go to ucohockey.com to follow the two-time ACHAM1 national champions as they look to add a third championship banner to the rafters. Jets Pizza. With six different styles of pizza and eight different styles of crust to go with all of our fresh toppings, you can let your pizza cravings run wild. Peterson Toyota, earning the trust of our loyal customers at 4455 South College Avenue in Fort Collins every day for over 50 years. AT&T Wireless, fast, reliable, and secure. M-Drive, our boost and burn is specially designed to help you get active, get lean, and burn fat. Get yours at mdriveformen.com. Oklahoma University Hockey, 20 years of the action you crave, only faster. Drurians and Suites. Find out why we say our home is your home. Visit us at DruryHotels.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, award-winning barbecue for your next catered event, or at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas, and now our new location at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. Analytics and eyeballs from the Summer Skate Studios is a part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Well, welcome in, hockey fans. It's Monday night, which means it's time for analytics and eyeballs. It's the college hockey show, the NCAA college hockey show, where we talk what our eyeballs tell us and what the numbers tell us and see if they match up anywhere near that. Scott Strandy with you tonight in uh, beautiful Southern California at the Harris property in Rin. No, it's not Rincon anymore. It's called Funner. Funner, California. F-U-N-N-E-R. California, and that's where I am tonight. My co-host is always Paul Hornstein on Long Island, New York. Um, Paul, no, no what's no. better? What's better, Long Island or funner? First of all, there's no people actually voted to 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 name a town funner. Well, really? it's on the Indian reservation, so it was fewer people to be able to uh, to make that vote. But yeah, it's is funner. There- California, F U N N E R, Funner, California, and uh, I'm is here. Is there, is there at least a native? I don't know, Paul, but if you win a jackpot, you're mayor for a day. No, 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 no that's yeah, okay, that's <laughs> that, that's ceremonial. That gets done in a lot of places, but I don't know. They tell me it's Funner, California. I'm just paying attention to what they tell me. That's it. Normally, I don't pay attention, and that's well, usually why I get myself in trouble, as you know. Usually, you don't pay attention to me. <laughs> no, I just, it's little details that I forget about, but this one, they told me it's Funner, California, so here we go, Funner, California. Anyway. That's yeah, yeah, just nuts. <laughs> really? Well, 
I did do some research. It's 38 miles from uh, Pechanga, Pechanga, Pechanga. That's how you say that. Pechanga Arena in San Diego. It's 66 okay. miles from the Toyota Center in Ontario, California. And it is 91 miles to the brand new, uh, I can't even know what the name of that arena is in Coachella Valley. I should know that by now. Is there a um, name? Yeah, there is. Accenture or something like that. Um, yeah, they, they've not not the one you're thinking of. It's, it's something like that, but I don't know. Uh, we got to text, text our man Nick Maxson because he's got that down to uh, to a science. So. What is that, an AHL? Anyway. I, I guess that would make sense, I guess. Because now I have to look. <laughs> what is... What is, <laughs> what, what is the Pachanga thingy? What? What, what is that? That... That's the arena in San Diego. The San Diego okay, Sports Center what? is now Pachanga. It, it's a it's an Indian tribe with a casino as well, Pachanga Casino. Very nice one up by Temecula, California, about, I don't know, 14, 15 miles from here. Okay, at least now I can. Well, okay, it's, an, it's a, Pachanga. a Native not American Not Pachanga, Pachanga. Yeah, Pachanga. Okay, well, that makes, that makes sense. That's fine. Like I said, that makes some sense. Um, like there should be one in Grand Forks called the Sioux. Um, well, I don't know. Does Ralph Engelstead <laughs> got a middle name Sue somewhere? I don't know. I mean, does he? And according uh, to I, this, now I don't. I, I don't quite. think this is what. According to uh, what? According to I guess this website, and this is not an American Hockey League website, but they have not named the Coachella Valley Arena yet. That is incorrect. Text. Well, I didn't say text our accurate. man Nick Maxson. Text Nick. He knows. He understands. Uh, he's got it down because he brings it up every Pro Hockey West show that we do. He brings up the name of that beautiful facility in Coachella Valley, which, by the way, he keeps track of the uh, the live building cam, if you will, uh, really? to find out what the progress is as well. So, yeah, well, check see. with hold Nick Maxson. He knows. Hold on. Hold on. He knows. Okay. Uh, well, you're checking. Okay. Let me, uh, let me jump into uh, what's going on today in the show. No, it doesn't say the name. It just says the affiliation. I, I figured the AHL. Uh, nope. There's a name for it. There's a name for the building. It's been named for about six months, I believe. Uh, anyway, go ahead. Tell people what we're going to talk about. And I can uh, correct, you know. Well, we're going to talk about the polls because they came out today. We have uh, uh, a new number one, I believe. Um. Yeah, okay. Kind of. He should be. They should be number one the whole time, but we'll, we'll call them a new number one. Um. <laughs> uh, we have the Super 16 coming up, which uh unbelievable. Unbelievable where you have the Arizona State Suns of and fully deserving of it, by the way. They deserve to be where you have them. I'm uh, not saying that. See now, well okay, now see now you're 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 kind of um I don't know, I don't want to say you're giving it away, but you know me. I don't like to. I don't. The last thing I want people to think is that I'm being a, a homer. No, no, you're not being a homer because I'm the one that told you where they're going to be. What did I tell you last night on the show? I told you that they should be where a top ten team. Well, and I, I'll tell you right now, if you think Paul's a homer, he did not put them in the top ten. No, I did not. So there we go. And we'll get to that. So hang tight, listen in, and uh, see where we're headed. Uh, in this one, I also want to talk stats because we talked about it last night, but 
some guys are, I mean, here's the NCHC players of the week, Paul. The forward of the week, freshman Jared Wright from Denver. The freshman of the week, uh, freshman forward from Denver in Aiden Thompson. Uh, The goaltender of the week for the second week in a row in the NCHC is freshman goaltender Caden the Sponge Emberico from Colorado College. Stop it. So, yeah. Stop it. (laughs) Oh, you don't want me to mention Caden? Well, you can mention Caden, just not the idiotic <laughs> nicknames. Caden the Sponge. Love oh it. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Love it. Absolutely. Um, and by the way, Peter Menino told me today via text that the Tigers, I said, hey, the Tigers are climbing. He goes, no prowling. That's what he'd like us to say. Uh, Okay. The Tigers I, are I, prowling. I, I, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> fine, I guess. <laughs> I did not tell him that that uh, we have our own new nickname called the Swag Brothers, but um, why not? I'll tell. Him, I I just forgot to be honest with you. I was scrambling to try to find a guest for tonight. Everybody was busy. Nick Raboni said, "You know, I love you, and I'd be on that show as soon as possible." And I thought he would have been a great guest tonight, but uh, I gave him too late notice, which is my fault. And um, he had dinner plans tonight, so. Uh, we'll what? let Nick go to dinner because he's got hockey uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday this week, four nights in a row. So uh, we'll let Nick go to dinner. Uh, he deserves that. Um, I reached out to uh, Coach Shasby. I asked him how things were going in Vegas, and he didn't respond. So I think they're going well. They, they clearly <laughs> are. I mean, I can't think of a, a, uh, and a I, better indictment of, than that. I mean... <laughs> I have to give Coach Yasby a break, too, because, goodness gracious, if you've been on the road or will have been on the road for 16 straight days, uh, if you're in Vegas, go enjoy yourself, Coach. I mean, enjoy it. Uh, totally have fun because you've got two games coming up here in two days and um, back-to-back. And I know they're ACHA opponents, but these teams are good. And if you think they don't want to try to upset you, of course, you're you sadly play. mistaken. you got to play. Mistaken. Otherwise, you know. Um, you're going to have a problem. I mean, you run into, once again, you, like take Saturday night, for instance. ASU is a better team than, than Anchorage. But it took him two-thirds of the game to put a puck in the net. And you know how that works when you run into the goalie who's having a, who's in the zone that night. You know, the longer it takes you to score, the harder it becomes to score. And how many times have you seen it where the team whose goalie is playing out of his mind scores a fluky goal and goes on to win the game? Yep, seen it many, many times. And uh, I I believe I texted you during the game and I said, Paul, uh, you can't let this team hang around too long because if you do, they might beat you. Well, of course, that's a, that's what a hot goalie does. That's what a hot goalie. Yeah. So anyway, Arizona State took care of business. Uh, Anchorage played really, really well, I thought, especially their goaltender, and they are a hardworking, as you like to say, gritty team, and yeah. they will continue to beat some opponents down the road. They've already beaten uh, two teams from Michigan. Yeah. So. so I mean... uh, they can do it. It's just a matter of uh, how it all plays out. So that's coming up tonight. Um, and like I said, the Super 16, we should almost start with it because it's so good. And it's just putting so many people in their place, which I think needs to happen. But we're not. 
We're going to start with the poll. First okay. one we're going to dig on, into hold on, tonight. Hold on, hold on. Okay, you got something? Acrisure Arena. Acrisure. Sort of, yes. Way to go. It's some sort Did you of text artist. Nick? Did you no. get it from Nick? Uh, oh. No. Okay. I thought I maybe could, you texted but, him. But then I would run the risk of accidentally bumping out of the app and. I don't want to do that. <laughs> no, we have enough problems oh, trying yeah, to stay well, on the trying to stay on the air like last night. <laughs> yeah. So once again, if you uh, if it looks weird, like you got two podcasts in your feed last night or this morning or whenever, um, we did two halves of a show because the internet is the internet and <laughs> it works on its own time. Yeah, it's got its, its own, own yeah, time. It, it doesn't pay attention to us. And now I looked it up on the internet and Acrisure. Acrisure yeah. Arena. And apparently it's some sort of artisty reference. And it kind of makes sense. Hold a on little a minute. Bit. Palm Springs, Indio, Coachella Valley. I'm shocked. I am shocked. Well, well, it's also partly owned by Live Nation, so that you know <laughs> that would that would do some of it too, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, so Okay. Th- Good job. Nice research. Well done. Research on the fly. I love it. Thank you. Okay. So USA Today is the first poll we're going to dig into. All right. You got that? I do. Okay. Um, I'll start off with the top five, and then I'll get your opinion like I normally do. Uh, So this is a poll for November 14th. I'm going to get my opinion anyway, but okay. I know. I know. Anyway, University of Denver at 9-3-0, number one. University of Minnesota at 8-4-0, number two. University of Michigan. 9-3-0 9-3-0 and 0 at number three. Quinnipiac, 7-1-2 and 2 at number four. And St. Cloud State University holds down the number five spot at 9-3-0. Excuse me for that. And um, Paul Hornstein, go. Uh, yes, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. Here's the thing. Um, I told you today off uh, off air. Obviously, obviously. I said uh, Minnesota and Michigan are playing each other this weekend. What the heck happens next week? What happens if one team sweeps, right? Or split? Where are they going to go? Where are you putting them? Because well, somebody's going to lose and somebody's going to win, or they're going to tie both games. But I doubt it. Uh, listen, I mean, if you're playing another team in, in somebody's top five. Can't penalize them too much for losing, especially if it's on the road. You know, it's not like. Uh, yeah, but listen, let, let me. I, I'm not sure where this game is at. That's my bad. I should have looked it up. Why? But listen. How but here's I, the I mean, deal. It's, it's irrelevant. Let's say that either team uh, sweeps. Okay. Uh, let's say that Minnesota sweeps Michigan. That puts Michigan at nine five and zero. Oh. If uh, if Michigan sweeps Minnesota, that puts Minnesota at eight, six, and oh. Right. How can you have both of those teams in your top five? I didn't say they would both be in the top five if somebody sweeps the other team. You're just not going to drop them down that far. It's not like, you know, if, if Minnesota loses two since they're at Yoast, as much as I would like to drop that other maroon and gold team out of the 16 completely, you're gonna you're gonna wait on that until um until they play at Arizona State at Mullet. Not if I'm being true to what I to what my opinion is. Okay, okay, all right, and you got to stay true to that because that's what makes the Super Sixteen the Super Sixteen, and that's what makes it real, and that's what we're after. 
reality. Well, I probably watch more games than most of these guys that are. Oh, yeah, I'll vouch for you on that one. There's no doubt about that. So not that that makes me any sort of genius. It just means I have no life. But, you know. Well, I mean, first of all, the genius word is synonymous with you. So that's not a problem. But the second thing is, is that um, is that your eyeballs and this show is analytics and eyeballs. Your eyeballs are what you base this off of to start. You watch, then you look at numbers and you look at competing teams and other teams to determine. Am I am I correct on that? Well, listen, yeah, I mean, if I can't determine what team I think is a better team, I'll look at the numbers. I mean, you got to have some sort of tiebreaker and reference point, you know, um, you know, because you could miss something. Okay, so let's carry on with the poll. Number six, right. Penn State, 10-2-0. Minnesota State, 7-3-0, holds down number seven. University of Connecticut, number eight, 9-1-3. and three. Boston University, 6-3-0 and oh at number nine. And Providence College, number 10 at 9-4-1. and one. Paul, your thoughts on that group of five? I guess some of them in that neighborhood. I have some of the, I have I have some of them a little higher, some of them a lot higher. Let, let me so, ask you this: Penn State, Michigan, Minnesota, three Big Ten teams in the top six. Realistic? Uh, say no. Say no. I don't think so. Thank you. If you're if you're going based strictly on talent. You know, those two M teams, or as our buddy Eddie likes to say, the big M and the little M. Which one is which, by the way? Um, let's just put it this way. The big M and the little M. <laughs> you say that in alphabetical order. Um, <laughs> All right. All right. I love it. Um, you know, they, they certainly have their more than their share of quote-unquote draft picks, just like Denver does. Um, I don't think those teams are as good as Denver. Good answer. Good answer. By the way, the Pioneers have a week off this week. Finally. Finally get a little time off. Well, they, they, you know, most teams have played. Go ahead and say it. In the they burned it. 10 to 14 games. Every they burned it. Yeah. I, don't think okay. they want a, I don't think they want a month off like some of the teams we cover have, but. You know, yeah, but a, they're in Alaska and they have they have well, to deal with I, what they have to deal with. Yeah, it's that's just it's not that it's also just availability of schedule since most of the teams we cover are independents. So, um, okay. Next up, let's talk uh, eleven through fifteen. Okay. Harvard six zero and O Paul. They're undefeated. Those Harvard guys. Yeah, the Crimson are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Western Michigan, number 12, at 8, 5, and 0. What the heck? Anyway, um, number 13, Ohio State University, at 7, 4, and 1. The Ohio State University, by the way. Um, number 14, University of Massachusetts, Lowell, 7, 3, and 0. Number 15, the University of Massachusetts. And we love we love the University of Massachusetts. But 5, 5, and 1. 
and they're number 15 in the country. Hello. Uh, yeah, I mean, some of this they got. Uh, you, I'm not, I'm still not on the Harvard bandwagon. Uh, you know, give me another couple of weeks. Of, go to 10 and 0, and then we'll talk. I know you can only play who's on your schedule, but um, we have discussed one of the, the one NCHC team in that group over and over again, and that would be Western Michigan. Yeah, I, I don't believe in them. And you know who's beaten them, Paul? Anchorage. Um, Anchorage, yeah, yeah. And four other teams. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. <laughs> I just don't. Um, I. I I mean, some of these teams are in the right neighborhood. Some belong a little high. You know, I have a little higher. Some I don't have at all. Some I don't, you know, uh, are, are in the rights or in the neighborhood. So. Okay. So let's do the final five. Uh, 16 is Northeastern at uh, 6, 3, and 3. 17 is Merrimack at 8, 3. And oh, is that right? Merrimack? Merrimack, yeah. Merrimack or Mary Mac? Merrimack. Merrimack. Okay. Um, number eighteen, Michigan State University at eight, three, and one. Right. Number nineteen, the University of North Dakota Fighting Sioux at four, five, and two. And number twenty, the University of Notre Dame at five, five, and two. Paul Hornstein, I just have one question. I don't care if you're a homer or not. How? How is the Arizona State Sun Devils not in the top 20? They were. How did they fall out when they're five wins in a row, including beating North Dakota at a neutral site? And the schedule they played, Paul, is unbelievably difficult. I know the teams haven't performed as well as maybe uh, they would have to help them increase, but still, this team has won five in a row. How do you not? You're not even the top vote getter. They have they have RIT, Michigan Tech, and then Arizona State uh, in the receiving votes columns. Yeah. Are, are these people not watching or what? Did we already discuss that? We already know most of them aren't watching. Yeah, but come on, just put on a fake smile or something for it. I mean, I got to put on a fake smile every now and then. Just put on a fake smile and go like, yeah. They're five. They won five in a row, and they beat North Dakota. What did they do to fall out of the top twenty? They beat North Dakota. They were in it. They win two more games against Alaska Anchorage at home, and they're out of it. And they're out of it by a long shot. They're out of it by one, two, three teams. Come on, people. Come on. Watch what's going on. Look at the rosters. Look and see who they're playing. Look and see how they're performing, and then cast your vote. Okay, I'm done. I'm done with USA Today. You got anything to say about them? Go ahead. Well, I'll have my say in a little bit when we get to mine. Okay. So here's here's the difference. No, no, you don't. My ballot doesn't get hidden. (laughs) Uh, Okay, let's jump over to the DCU USCHO Division One Men's Poll for November fourteenth, twenty twenty-two. Going to sound a lot alike for the first few, anyway. Denver, Minnesota, Michigan, St. Cloud State, Quinnipiac. St. Cloud State still deserving of a top five, Paul? Well, you'll get my answer in a, in, a, in a few minutes, I guess, right? I mean, 
Um, I've already said, do I, I? I don't believe they belong there. So you you like Quinnipiac at five though, seven one and two. Have they earned, have uh, they done enough to be a top five team? Close enough. Okay. Um, let's do six through ten. Penn State, Connecticut, Minnesota State, Providence, Harvard. Well, we've already discussed the Ivy Leagues. I know. I know. I just and, want, and, if there's and, anything that jumps out, if they don't, then just say pass and we'll move on. And, you know, like I said, give me another, give me, give me another couple of weeks, Harvard. Even if you go three and one, give me another couple of weeks. Give me uh, a situation where, uh, you know, you've, you, you've gone through some of the, you're, you're, you're going to play one game this week at New Hampshire. And then you're going to get your next one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Your next seven games. You've got two games against Michigan, a game against BU, and a game against Northeastern, as well as Cornell and Colgate. Um, we'll know probably, you know, talk to me in a couple of weeks after they, they play those first five games because they have a okay. lot of gaps in their schedule too, which don't make any sense. But Yeah, you know. fair enough. Okay. 11 is Boston University. 12 is the Ohio State. 13 is uh, UMass Lowell. 14 is Western Michigan. 15th is Merrimack. About the same as what we saw in the other poll, Paul. I don't know is it let me see it's close it's pretty close, close. No, like I, said, I mean i i don't know what the crossover is i don't know what the i mean the crossover is in terms of who votes for who we, we let me the, let me tell you where the crossover is both these polls are very similar because people don't watch all the teams they just go ah yeah let's go with them yeah oh yeah let's go with them yeah let's go with them I get that to a certain extent, but at the same time, you know, we know one poll has 50 voters, and we don't know how many the other one has. They don't say. But apparently a couple. That's it. Um, well, well, it's more than that. But. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I just get frustrated with it because clearly when you're looking at these teams, you're not looking at the whole picture. Uh, because if you were, you would see other things. And I don't consider us to be homers because I don't have a home team. Even my Bulldogs, I'm not um, I'm not giving them anything. I, I, I'm telling you, they, they aren't playing well. They aren't playing well. I'm not going to say they won't be there at the end, but right now they better pick it up or they might not get a shot in the end. Well, they do have the conference tournament, so you only have to win three games. Well, maybe four, right? Two out of three, and then yeah, got to win four games, right? Two out of three, and then yeah. But Paul, that I mentioned, who's in that games. conference this year? Well, it's the same teams every year. I know, but the but a hot streak is a hot streak. The Pioneers are in that conference. I don't think they're giving up. Well, I didn't say they were giving up, but a hot streak is a hot streak. Doesn't matter. Doesn't Single matter. game, anything can happen. Not this you year. Know that doesn't matter. Not this year. Doesn't matter. Anyway, okay. 16, 17, 18, 19, and 20. UMass, Michigan State, Northeastern, North Dakota, Notre Dame. Um, Eddie, 
Love you. Love you guys at North Dakota, but come on. I, I think you guys would even say at four, five, and two, we probably don't deserve to be in the top 20. Well, then you're gonna not going to like too much what I have to say. So, um, and, um, and, and Arizona State not being in there, first of all, they beat you. Second of all, they've got a better record than you by three games. Yeah, um, I'm just saying you're still not going to like what I say. So. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. I, there are a lot of things I don't like that you do, but that's okay. That's true. <laughs> so anyway, um, oh, uh, Paul, I got to ask you again. Um, I'm going to count the Big Ten teams. I see Notre Dame. That's one. I see Michigan State. That's two. I see Ohio State, the Ohio State. That's three. I see Penn State. That's four. I see Michigan. That's five. I see Minnesota. That's six. Six out of the top 20 teams are in these people's polls. Now, you mentioned the conference tournament. You also mentioned the fact that um, uh, these teams are going to play each other multiple times. Yep. How can you have six teams right now from the Big Ten as in the top 20 and other teams not? I mean, come on. You have seven teams from Hockey East. That's equally as bad, but whatever. Well, I'm just, I'm, I'm just pointing it out. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. And I double, though. Okay. Uh, we hit the halfway point. Let's take a quick break because we got to come back and talk about the Super 16. And we got to talk about some individual guys that are playing really well, in Cal- including the guys that I mentioned to start the show. But I left out one, Paul. You know who that is that we should be talking about in the NCHC? Whatever. He's prowling. Whatever. Hunter McCown. Whatever. Leading the country in power play goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Okay. We'll we'll get to it. I, I know I can hear your excitement, and uh, we'll get to it here in just a minute. Okay. So you're a few weeks into the season, and that brand new equipment bag is starting to get kind of funky. Those sweaty gloves and pads, yuck. Well, there's only so much you can do about it. But when that new pair of summer skates starts to pick up that scent, that's easy. Our customizable shower shoes go right into the washing machine then air dry overnight, and they're ready for the next shift at the rink. Customizable for your team or with your favorite player's name and number, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear, are perfect for players in the desert or even for just wearing around the house. Head to IcetimeHockeyWest.com and click on the Summer Skates link to get your personalized koozies and shower shoes today. From the nation's best college hockey conference. Access exclusive on-demand content and watch more than 140 live games. Ready for you wherever you are, however you want to watch. On your phone, computer, or stream to your TV. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv. When you can't be there, be here. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegras. And they score on the lacrosse move! Jake 
Gensel. Gensel banks it towards the goal. He scores! Kill McCarr. He scores! Stars on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. My collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. Really, JR, you think you can still do this? I'm focused. You're way too old to hit that target from there. I've been listening oh. to everything you said. It's been running through my head, locked and loaded. Alright, still got it. Still got it. Who's old now? Question, comment, let us hear from you on our text message line at 303-943-3772. All right, welcome back in, hockey fans. Indeed, it is Monday night, which means it's time for Analytics and Eyeballs. Scott Strandy with you tonight from Funner, California, Southern California, not too far from San Diego, not too far from L.A., and certainly not too far from Palm Springs. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, joining me from Beautiful Long Island, New Yorker. Paul, what was it today? Balmy 69, 70 degrees? Uh, yeah, no. No? Not so much? No. It was... Uh, Fuel oil tank needed to be filled yet? Uh, filled we're getting yet? there. Probably okay. Wednesday. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Um, yeah. Good stuff. Okay. Oh, so... yeah. No, not at, that, not at these prices. <laughs> no, but factual stuff. How about that? Factual stuff. Uh... Yeah, say what yes. Stuff? Factual, meaning oh, it has to be done. Oh, yeah, it has to be done. Yeah. No choice. It's got to happen, right? No, I know. Yeah. Um, okay, I want to talk individual stuff, but we've we've kept the people at bay way too long. Uh, we have to talk Super 16 because it's fascinating. I'm why? fascinated by it. Okay. Ready? Uh, yeah. You don't I have mean, a choice. I, uh, listen, this is once again my ballot. You know, we 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 don't have fifty people. We only have one this. really important one. Well, and then there's me. So, yeah. um, <laughs> okay, but, all right, here we go. Okay. One through four, Denver, right? Boston University, right? Michigan, right? Minnesota. Go ahead, Paul. Explain your thoughts. Well, I, I think one is easy. 
I mean, I, I really a lot seen. of people in our listening area believe you and and love you and think that's true. You know, I don't, I, I don't see where there's any argument over who the best team in the country is. Um, BU, if you look at their schedule and who they've played so far, um, their three losses are to Michigan, UConn, and OT on the road. And at Lowell. Yeah. That I mean, was a three pretty good teams. Three pretty good teams. There's a reason why, at least to this point, they're number one of the pairwise. And three and four, we know why you have them there because they have NHL draft picks. La di da di da. You act like I want them there. You act like I want them there. I don't want them there. They just. They're there. I mean, the draft picks don't hurt. I mean, you know, they've lost to BU, Michigan. They lost to BU, uh, Penn State, another team I have in the top 16. And they lost in overtime on the road at Notre Dame. Not a 16 team, but not, you know, not a uh, uh, a horrible team either. Um, you know, not a situation where, um, um, that like Notre Dame is like 60th in the pairwise and it's on the road and it was overtime. So, I mean, okay. that's justifiable, not insane. Uh, um, the, the we have phone calls coming team? in for, from, from two, two, two colleges, yeah, number whatever. five and six. UConn and Quinnipiac, both one-loss teams, both have played at least double-digit games. Yeah. Um, they're wanting to know why they're five and six and not three and four. I mean, you could make an argument for that. I'm not saying you couldn't. Um, part of it is, you know, where you started from. There's, you know, that, not completely that, but, um. I've been on UConn, and I got them five. It's not like, you know, if, if if you said to me I have them 16th, you'd be like, what are you, crazy? I have them at five. <laughs> I know. I'm giving you a bad time. So five UConn, six Quinnipiac, seven Minnesota State, eight North Dakota. Are you feeling well, or did you get bribed by Eddie Christian? Clearly I got bribed. Yeah, clearly you did. What's he sending just, you? Hockey sticks? Well, he could be sending me a Brock Nelson jersey. <laughs> oh, Eddie, Eddie, please, hint, please hint. don't feed the bear. Uh, you know, part of that is who they played too. Yeah, they played a lot of team ball, but don't they have to win a couple? <sighs> don't they have to win more than four, especially at home? Well, yeah, but once again... They lost to Denver twice. At home. They lost ball. to ASU. At their own neutral site choosing. Yeah, That's okay. Three. They lost they lost a game at the little I mean that other maroon and gold team. I mean That's at Minnesota. Yeah, and they listen, and you know, it's just you know you even Brad Berry, even Brad Berry would okay. tell you that they're not the number eight team in the country right now. Maybe. Maybe, but it's just my opinion. 
No, it's not. What it is is you're getting that Brock Nelson jersey. That's what the deal is. Eddie, if you're listening, don't think I won't take it if you send it. <laughs> yeah, but make sure it's a 2X. Yeah, well, it's a hockey jersey. It probably has to be a little bigger. But Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, 9, 10, 11, and 12. UMass Lowell, Penn State, The Ohio State, and Providence. Go ahead, Paul. Well, I mean, uh, you know, Lowell is, has been – really good and they've beaten you know once again this is it's also about who you've played and where you played them and 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 what you've done once again lowell right i mean they lost they lost early to my to miami that didn't help them but you know they 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 split at michigan state they beat at they won at northwestern they split with bu and they won two at vermont like they should have The Ohio State? Uh, this is a team that, you know, I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. Not so much because they haven't played well this year. They have. But they played well last year, too, the first half of the season. It fell apart. Uh, could that be happening now? Yeah, it could be. You know, they get swept by Notre Dame, and they're probably gone. Especially since it's at home. Maybe even if they split at home against Notre Dame, they're gone. Okay. Providence, still got a good feeling for them? Yeah, watch them play UConn, and that was as good a two-game series as you're going to see. Yeah. Two very opposite games, but. But as 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 good a two game series of hockey as you're going to see, um, you know, very impressed by that. So okay, here's where you got things right. You got number one right, and you got number thirteen right because Arizona State at seven four zero deserves to be number thirteen. And trust me, folks, by the end of the year, they're going to be a top ten tournament team. I hope you're right. I just you know. They're going to be. The talent says that they're going to be. And you, I've told you before, I've told anybody that listened to me, when you have a goaltender, the caliber of uh, one TJ Semptonfelter, uh, you can do a lot of things because you can take a lot of chances. You can uh, take a, a lot of risks, if you will. And uh, as long as he stays healthy, that team is going to be in every single game they play. And they're going to be favored in quite a few of the games they play. Uh, that's not to take away anything else from the rest of the team because that team is deep. I've told you that. It's not only deep, but it's talented deep. The only team, Paul, that I've seen this year that's got more talent, deeper talent, is the Denver Pioneers. Period. Anywhere else in the country. Uh, okay. And I've seen uh, Minnesota. Yes, you have. So so I agree with Minnesota or at Arizona State at 13, UMass at 14. Not sure about that. I don't know if they can qualify in my book. Uh, Merrimack, let's give them a shot because they've uh, they've earned their way with just three losses. And Michigan State, you know what, 8-3-1, you're in the Big Ten. Let's see what you can do the rest of the way. But come on, UMass, come on. You had two big wins over Denver. Um, they were big wins from the fact that you won. You didn't dominate. You didn't take them to task. 
Um, you kind of rode the first road trip of the year for the pioneers. You got outshot. You got um, outperformed. Well, listen, they're but, on shaky. They're on shaky ground too. Oh yeah, yeah, they have they're to be. Right, very much on shaky ground. Um, they got a nice little road trip here uh, in a couple of weeks uh, to play in the Friendship Four out over in Ireland against Lowell or and or uh, definitely against Lowell, and then play either Dartmouth or Quinnipiac. Uh, so they have one game this week on the road at New Hampshire. Uh, you know, their last five games have been Merrimack, Providence, Providence, BU, BU. Okay. Um, you're running out of, of credit, though. You're at your credit limit. You better go out there and beat New Hampshire or you're gone. Uh, and you might not survive the trip to Ireland either. So, <laughs> okay, so that rounds out the Super 16. If you've got comments, you know how to text us, you know how to email us, you know how to get us on social media. Uh, we would love to have your thoughts. Okay, we're going to spend the last 14 minutes or so talking about some of the individuals that are uh, making headlines, if you will, in, uh, in the teams that we cover. And I'm going to okay. start with goaltenders because we finished with goaltenders last week. Um, right. Man. When I look down this goaltender list, uh, I'm seeing so many shaky guys, uh, and not to take anything Why? away from them, but I don't think things get real until you get to number 12. Okay, why? Um, because I think, and in the words of my co-host, um, you got to play somebody. It's who you played. It's how much you played. Um, right. It's where you played them at. I mean, you're telling me that that nothing against Ethan Pearson, and I'm not. Please don't take this personally, guys. I'm not picking on you individually. I'm just saying, Ethan Pearson from Princeton, the number one goaltender in the country, because he's got two wins and one loss. Well, really, he's the best goaltender the, in the country. If you're, if you're on the same page that I am, they're going by save percentage. I know, I know, and he hasn't played enough games to earn that. Um, well, Logan Turnus at Connecticut. Closer because he's played, he's got five wins, two losses, so he's got seven games under his belt. Okay, that that's that's a that's a record I can live with. Um, then you get to Mitchell Gibson at Harvard. He's three and zero, but he's played three games. Right. Uh, listen, I I know you want to focus on the quote unquote individual stats. Um, I think with the goaltending, if you clicked it over to the team page you might get a much different picture because there are not, um, you know, that first dozen or so, you've got a lot of guys that have split the net before you start to hit the guys that have played every game or most every game, which is I get what it. I know you're looking at. Yeah, I get it. But so what I'm saying that, is... But that also may, paints a much different picture. It it does, but they're not going to take away these individual stats. There's no. going to be a top no, no, goaltender. No, you're not doing that. Now you tell so, me. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you four names that I think will be 
in the running. I'll give you five, right, that I think will be in the running when we get after Christmas, let's say. Devin Levi. Right. Yana Perrette. Right. Um, Caden Imberico. Yeah, okay. TJ Semptonfelter and Magnus Corona. Um, now, if you want to look what Magnus Corona's done, uh, eight, eight and three, and uh, he's got a 2.20 goals against and over a 900 save percentage, but he's played every game. And if you look at the schedule they've played, and if you look at uh, the pressure of being a defending national champion, and you think that he's the number 25 goaltender in the country? You're wrong. You're dead wrong. Well, I like I said, I also think that you need to kind of look at those numbers a little bit more as team numbers. Um, yeah, I'll play your you game. Know, the, go- the goalies at Lowell are, are, are splitting. They're the net. Um, and if you, like I said, if you looked at the team numbers... Pick a stat. Which stat do you want to use? I think they'll, they'll paint a much different picture. Because if you go by save percentage as a team, it's UMass Lowell first, Northeastern second, Arizona State third, Michigan Tech four, UConn five. Yeah, that's uh, a much closer um... – I agree. I, I'm not going to disagree with that. I'm just telling you that they have a stats column for goaltenders, and it's grossly right. incorrect at well, this point. Because it's out of whack. Yeah, it's not, exactly. It's not... So you probably shouldn't be posting them, or you should change the level of play other than need 33% of your team's total minutes to qualify. Well, here's the question. Does it stay that number all season long? Or does it change as the season goes along? This I don't know. Uh, it, it's gonna it, it's gonna change because these oh I know what you're talking about, but no the the names on here are gonna are gonna start to change quickly. Well, what I'm saying is, it says need 33 percent of teams minutes to qualify. Does that number change from 33 to say 50 percent? That I don't know. That I don't know. I you know, do not. Um, but what I'm telling you right now is I'm looking at goaltenders, and I can tell you that there are a bunch of guys that are way out of whack here, that that well, are way out of whack if you're looking can, at. We can eliminate those guys, though. We don't have to talk about those guys. I know. You know I know. T- and we that's what we're doing. We talk about the guys that have. Right. I mean, you would have to say after we're at six weeks of the season. Pretty much October and half of November. Fair enough. Fair enough. So six weeks, you're talking 12 games thereabout. So anybody six or over are the names we can talk about. The other guys are just statistical anomalies. Okay. Then I like uh, Yana Peretz at Quinnipiac. I think he's for real. I think uh, Devin Levi at uh, Northeastern is definitely for real. I think uh, Justin Close is for real. Um, I like Caden Embarico, although I know he's only played, um, what, oh, I guess he's played six, so he's three, three, and one. Um, eight games. Or eight games, I'm sorry. Eight games, uh, yeah. yeah, and TJ Semptonfelter, 7-4-0. Oh. Um, but then you get the guys, uh, you know, like Magnus Krona, let's put 11. Yeah, 
Oh, listen, we like Magnus. He's got a he's got a trophy. I think the difference between him and I'm not taking anything away. You know, you won, you won, and he, you know, you don't win without a quality goalie. Um, I would say it's also a lot easier to be a quality goalie when your team has the puck all the time. Okay, so let's talk about um, a couple other guys. Ludwig Pearson, um, not exactly stellar year for him so far. Eric Portillo at Michigan, Paul, 8-2-0, but he's got a 2-5-9 and just barely over 9 save percentage. Yeah. Once again, that's that team scores. I mean, that. I mean, if you 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 go to the the, the team stats, and you know you go the goals per game. Michigan is tops in the country. They're four and a half goals. Western Michigan is just over four. BU, Penn State uh, are the other teams that have played a certain amount of games that are at four or more. Um, so, I mean, that matters. You know, there, and obviously there's a whole bunch of teams at three. I mean, but even ASU is only averaging 3.1 goals a game. Yeah, I got a feeling that's going to change here shortly. No. <laughs> I'm just, I just, I mean, this is why... The, the 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 phrase the, the the cliche exists there are lies damn lies and statistics you can make the numbers look i mean you have to you, i'm not saying that the numbers can't say anything I mean, you just have to look deeper yeah good point you know, um okay let's jump over to the forwards uh adam fantilli still on top for michigan nine goals 14 assists 23 points Oh, yeah. He's for real. Well, yeah, we know that. Okay. So how about number two, though? Ryan McAllister from Western Michigan. 6-16 for 22 points. For real? Uh, well, I I mean, I don't, I'm not a believer in Western Michigan, but it's not like they don't have good players. Okay. Uh, Mackie Samoskevich from no, Michigan. We know he's good. Yeah, we know he's a stud, by the way. Uh, Max Sesson uh, from Western with 18 oh, points. The line. They have their line, and they you know, shut them down. Usually you can beat them. Here we go. Massimo Rizzo, Denver right. Pioneers, 414 for 18 points. Somebody's got to – you got to pass a puck, right? I, you, I, 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 I cringe when I hear, and I use this as an example because it's an easy example. Um not that I ever look for an excuse not to bring up the Islanders, but um, <laughs> right now Matt Barzell doesn't have any goals, but he's averaging a point a game. Yeah, he's not any good. <laughs> uh, well, he's, you I know, hear you. he's averaging I a point it. a game. Assists count. I know. <laughs> he, he, I somebody's got to pass you the puck to, to make you score. Uh, and finally, rising to the top, I think, in this Denver, is that Denver top line. You just talked about the Michigan and the Western Michigan top lines. But um, Massimo Rizzo, as I mentioned, 18 points. Casey Dornbach tied for 10th with 15, along with his uh, line mate, his other line mate, Carter Mazur, 
Um, by the way, folks, if you're listening for the first time, Paul Hornstein threw out a a, a, a nickname. Completely he said it's a Mazer Laser. <laughs> I, I, I believe I he said a laser as, from Mazer. I, I, I wanted he, he it up. the minute I said it or I texted it to The me, next thing it. you know, it'll be Bobby the Blur Brink. It won't. Caden, the sponge and Barrico. It won't. It'll just be flowing. He won't be able to stop, folks. He'll be saying Mazer lasers all no. season long. Not gonna, I probably will never say it again. You're welcome, Carter. You're welcome. I, I will probably never, ever say it again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's why we have fun on this show, folks. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so I just look at, at things on there. And then we got Grant Crookshank, who's played on more teams than uh, there are in college hockey. Um, he's at St. Claude State now. He's got he's 10, the only one, 5, and 15. I don't want to make it sound like we're picking on Grant. because He's not the only one. I know. We're just teasing. We're just teasing Grant. No, no, I know. Cause That's all it is. players that have played on three different teams. So I'm just saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and we got our Lindenwood guys. We got Kyle Jeffers uh, still holding into the tie for 41. Uh, some of the guys got bumped around a little bit, I think, from Lindenwood because they didn't play this week. But guess where they're going this weekend, Paul? Are they going to get healthier? Uh, I guess Ganyan is way up there at number 10. So we got to keep him in there at 15 points. But um, uh, is Lindenwood going to get healthier going to play, the, of all things, the Wisconsin Badgers? I think everybody's gotten healthy playing Wisconsin. Not one team. You know, I the mean, Bulldogs didn't do too well against them in their own uh, building. I, well, I, I, I think that 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 team is the great mystery team of college hockey. I mean, you talk about a school that's got bloodlines. Let's not forget resources. They have resources. They have resources. I mean, for anybody that says, oh, uh, schools are afraid of ASU because they have resources. That hasn't helped Wisconsin in the last decade. That really hasn't helped the other maroon and gold team over the last decade. Paul, you and I have talked about um, what's going on in Minnesota hockey, and they like to talk about the fact that they have six NCAA hockey teams, which is great. I'm from that state. Um, that's awesome. I know. I get reminded but you know of what that else? all the time. Paul, you know what else? That does water down. Um, you don't have one dominant team anymore because Minnesota kids have options now, real right. options. They can go right. to Bemidji. They can go to Duluth. Right. They can go right. to St. Cloud. They right. can go to uh, Minnesota. They can go to St. Thomas. They can go to Minnesota State. So right. it used to be, Paul, when I was growing up, that if you weren't a Minnesota kid, you really didn't even get an offer to play hockey at the University of Minnesota. Right. That changed slowly. It, it kept creeping in and creeping in. They went after the best players no matter where they were from. But now, but now it's not only bled over from the teams, but it's bled over to the fan base. I told you this off uh, off air as well. I said, you know, you look at the decrease in attendance at Minnesota and people go, what's wrong? Well, what's wrong is the fact that within, you know, about a 60 mile radius of the campus of the university of Minnesota are four NCAA hockey teams. And, uh, there's, there's mixes and matches of people that maybe 
they used to go to Minnesota games because that was the only game, quote unquote, in town. And they didn't want to drive to St. Cloud, 60 miles up the freeway to, uh, to go to a game. So they went to Minnesota. But now, now on a Friday night, they can go to St. Thomas. Right. You know what? 15 miles from the campus of University of Minnesota. They I can go another 40 you, miles. the geography, not me. They can go a little 40 miles south to Minnesota State. And the more success that those teams have, the more that they draw from other places. And if you have people that were diehard Gopher fans, their kids now might be um, alums of Minnesota State. Let's ask the Michelettis, for example. Well, I, I think this would be a great conversation to get Pat on and have maybe during the Christmas break or or I don't want to wait till next summer to have this because we'll probably forget by then. But this would be a good topic for a, a, a slow game week. Yeah, when do you think there'll be a slow game week? Well, you know things <laughs> slow down during the Christmas break. I don't know. Uh, just Arizona State alone uh, is going to keep it going. And then I well, think that's... about New Year's. There's a big, big event um, that New Year's weekend with uh, Air Force playing at home and, and CC playing at home. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I, I But this this topic does fascinate me. Yeah, I get it. I'm just saying that I don't know when you're – I think you're going to have to make it a priority if you want it in there. You're going to have oh. to say we need to talk about this because it is fascinating, and it is for college hockey. Right. And I think um, – I'm going to sound like I'm standing up for the maroon and gold that you don't like, but I think that is part of why they're losing some attendance numbers, and I don't think people are being totally fair, if you will, about it because it's not people not going – not wanting to see go for hockey. It's people that are spreading it around. They're going to see St. Thomas because Rico Blasi is there and they're on the rise. And maybe right. they have kids that, that went to St. Thomas instead of Minnesota. Um, who knows? Maybe the parents went there, but they didn't go there yeah. to watch hockey because they weren't NCAA. Well, well, listen, all of this I mean, is, all of this could be a hundred percent accurate. And I, and, and I know you haven't been there for a long time, but you still know, you still you have the context. I do not. Well, the context is simple. Like I told you, in the in the 70s and 80s, uh, if you were a Minnesota kid, there was only one place you were supposed to go play hockey. And I went to Minnesota Duluth. But uh, if you were any good at all, you were supposed to be a maroon and gold at the University of Minnesota, all signed, sealed, and delivered immediately. If you were Mr. Hockey in Minnesota, you were supposed to be a gopher. You didn't, you, you didn't even consider going anywhere else. And now I can tell you that Mr. Hockey's are going to Duluth. They're going to Bemidji. They're going to St. Cloud. They're going to St. Thomas. Right. Uh, they're going to Minnesota State. They're okay. going all over because they're up and rising programs. And then you start talking about the little things that kids look at today. Uh, jersey combinations, locker rooms. Um, not to say that Minnesota doesn't have a good one, but they also have a tradition um, that that M is never going to change. They're never going to experiment. I mean, you you weren't too happy with the the look of the. I know that the sentimental meaning of the military appreciation yeah, uniform were, they, I'm sorry, for Arizona State, but but they weren't the most attractive uniforms that Arizona State has, right? Well, here's they're not, and and, and I'll say this: uh, if you folks are listening, and I know you do, figure out something else to do with the names and numbers because you can't see them. 
Yeah, that's kind of part of the reason why you wear jerseys, so people can see the numbers and well, names. You, well, you got to wear jerseys because you got to cover up the equipment. But I know, but you know how many people tell me the same thing about practices? They go, why don't you have a number on the practice jerseys? Because we don't know who the kids are. Well, yeah, I get that, but not the same thing. Thank you, Chris Mayotte. Not the same thing. I know. I'm just saying. Anyway, I'm just throwing that out there as, as – uh, food for thought for another conversation, which we'll definitely have because, like I said, it, it's fascinating that people say, oh, Minnesota's lost their draw. Uh, it's not just that they've lost their draw. But but the other thing is um, that lineup that Minnesota has is NHL, 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 all the way down. Um, and sometimes, sometimes fans get a little put off by that because they can't connect – with a player for very long because about the time they really start to see him and enjoy him and love watching him play, he signs a pro contract and he's gone. Um, there's probably, That's hard in college. It is. There's probably some truth to that too. There's probably some truth to that too. Well, I mean, like I said, the same stuff happens other places, but if you talk to the people at Denver, for example, they're going to tell you that, yeah, we know we got talented players. We know we got players with – with NHL logos next to their name. But we also know there's a plan, right? They come here to be a part of Denver hockey for however long. And they'll tell the coaches, this is what I think. I think I'm going to be here for three years, four years, whatever. But um, it's not the be-all, end-all. I mean, guys come into programs like Minnesota right off the get-go, and they go, "Um, yeah, I'm going to be here for a year, and I'm gone. You know, I just need to season myself a little bit. I'm gone. Or people think that because, yeah, he was a first-round pick. He's he's gone. Um, so that's things that they have to overcome. And I, I'm not – I think that's a terrible, terribly difficult situation for, for college teams to overcome. And I think the more you can say, yeah, we want top talent, but we also want you to be here for a little while, give us two, three years at least, and then and then move on. Uh, now, now our fan base can see um, real talent for more than a year. That's the fine line now with recruiting, though, isn't it? Huh. Not yeah, just without not a doubt. Just, not just at that other maroon and gold team, but just in general. Like yeah. I, like, like I watched the Islander game this afternoon because they played early because of the Hall of Fame ceremonies. Um, they were playing in Ottawa against uh, the Senators, and Daniel Alfredson was being inducted in the Hall of Fame tonight. Um, for a minute, for a second there, I, I had to remember I was not watching North Dakota because <laughs> they had about seven guys that played at North Dakota in the last couple of years on that roster. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right, it's not North Dakota. <laughs> let, let me end it. Let me end the show on this part. Um, in 2005, 2006, so on, um, I covered North Dakota hockey, and the players were so adored by the fans at North Dakota. And this is TJ Oshie, Jonathan Taves, um, you know, Taylor Chorney. I mean, I know, but here's the thing. Here's my point. They were adored by the the fan base there and everybody hoped and prayed. They knew they were NHL talent, but they hoped and prayed every season that they would get a commitment to say, we're coming back for one more year. We're coming back for one more year because they really had a connection with their fan base. I don't think you see that so much at Minnesota and at Michigan 
and some of these other places where they're quote unquote NHL factories. I think, yeah, you know what? We want to watch uh, Logan Cooley play, but we know he's gone next year. So let's not get too attached. Let's not well, buy that Jersey. Let's, 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 I'll say this. Um, and, and uh, while there's always those draft picks on those teams, right? They're all not going straight to the NHL. And, you know, if I'm a player and I'm playing for the green and white team, you know, the Sioux, um, I don't know, am I going to stay here and play in front of 15,000? Or whatever that building was like, 11,000, 12,000, whatever it is. At Ralph Engelstad, what is it? You know what Yeah, 11-something. Or am I going to go play in the AHL in front of 200? That makes a difference. I, I, I'd i be shocked. Yeah, if that's, if if that's where you're going. Yeah, if that's where you're well, going. Yeah, yeah but you're all, all, all the guys are not going that. straight to the NHL. No, but they want to know how long they're going to be in the AHL. Do I have to go there for a month or two, and then I'm going to get bumped up? You know, they they work well, all that stuff out. Well, yeah, they do, and I would say to you that that's why, you know, some, that, that that's part of the reason why some guys stay, which is fine. I'd rather play in front of 15,000 than 2,000 any day. Yeah, I don't know if you heard my comments with Jason Megna the other night, but I asked him about that, about the fans at the Colorado Eagles. He goes, hey, it's a Tuesday night, and we've got a sold-out barn. He goes, you know how many AHL games I go to on a Tuesday night where there's 50 people? I'm sure. <laughs> he goes, there's a lot. It's hard to get fired up. By the way, sure. Jason got called up to uh, the Avalanche, so good for him. Uh, anyway, Congratulations. Um, and one final thing to say, uh, okay. a kid that I consider a friend right here from Arizona, David Heimovich, um, got uh, uh, Heimovich, Heimovich, I don't know. Heimovich. <laughs> anyway. Uh, you know he, him, I don't. How come I know how to pronounce changes, his name? And I, you I never get it right, Paul. You know me, I never get names right, except <sighs> the sponge. And, and, yeah, well, you get the you know. silly nicknames right. That you get. <laughs> but anyway, congratulations to David. He made a commitment uh, to Quinnipiac verbally. Uh, he signed a letter of intent to come to Arizona State. Great to have him staying in the state, coming back from uh, Muskegon of the uh, USHL and bringing those talents back here to the desert. So um, I told him today, I said, you know, happy to have you back in the coverage area. And uh, he said, thanks. I appreciate it. So, uh Good for him. Looking forward to see him with a pitchfork on his jersey. I'm surprised they still have the pitchfork, right? Yeah, they do. I'm surprised his fingers were defrosted enough and able to enable to text you back. <laughs> yeah, he's a good kid. Okay, take it away, my friend. From the Summer Skate Studios, analytics and eyeballs have been brought to you by Drurians and Suites, Drury Plaza, Lake Buena Vista. The newest official Disney World hotel is booking now at DruryHotels.com. University of Central Oklahoma, two-time ACHA M1 champions and champions every day in the classroom at ucohockey.net and uco.edu. AT&T Wireless, where new and existing customers get our best deals on every smartphone. Buy summer skates, whether you use your own name and number or that of your favorite player. Show off your game and style with personalized shower shoes and koozies. See summerskates.com for more information. San Diego State University, the best of education, California college hockey and lifestyle at sdsu.edu and at sdsuhockey.com. 
by Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com. No one knows goalies' needs better than we do. See the website for our Three Valley locations and more. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. We're at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson, where our food can be summed up in one word, perfection. By M-Drive, supplements to fuel and refine your drive at mdriveformen.com. Oklahoma University, join our 20th anniversary celebration. For schedule and ticket information, go to ouhockey.net. Peterson Toyota, our staff at 4455 South College Avenue in Fort Collins works hard to make sure you get the right car that fits your needs, new or pre-owned. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. Jets Pizza, more than just great pizza, you'll love our wings, sidekicks, and more. Find a location near you at jetspizza.com. And by Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, where the action is from the Atlantic to the Pacific and around the world. Analytics and eyeballs and all of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app and available for download wherever you get your podcasts from. Search ITHSW Podcasts, all one word. Rate, and review, and subscribe. Uh, it all helps people find the show. Analytics and eyeballs from the Summer Skate Studios is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Very well done, my friend. I just came up with one for David. How about we just call him the Lumberjack? Then I know. The Arizona Lumberjack? The tree cutter. <laughs> I'll come up with something good for him before he puts on that uh, maroon and gold. Uh, the right maroon and gold, as Paul Hornstein would say. But oh, I just want to know, do they still wear the pitchfork? Because it's been a while since I've they seen it. a pitchfork on those things this weekend. Okay. All right. I feel better. I feel better now. Maybe a little white. When's Sparky outlaw? coming back? Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> the first couple of games, at least at home, they wore the the club retro jerseys so yeah. oh, i'm I sorry love it. the acha retro jerseys oh yeah that almost cost you big time good um, catch um but steven uh, steven marsh would have got you for that he would have got your hands in the cookie jar yeah i'm sure uh i don't know throw a dollar in there for it's like the curse yeah, jar the yeah you, jar. yeah yeah you can't call it club anymore that's no um, and i'm sure Chris it's another Perry form of college case, hockey and i'm sure chris perry would get on my case too so. um <laughs> But, you know, just a, maybe a little white outline on things so you can see things. Paul saying. Hornstein, the alum, giving a little uh, advice. Love it. Love it. All right. We'll cool. say goodnight. Little Roger Klein, the Peacemaker. Hello, New Day. Good night, everybody. Good night.